Welcome to Your Reality Recap, powered by Superpass. Brennan! 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 No one comes between me and my million dollars. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's me again, Eric Curto, a reality TV junkie and Superpass host over at RealityNation.com. I just want to say a quick Happy Easter and pass over to those of you who celebrate. And now it's on to last night's amazing race, which was so good, you guys. But no worries if you missed anything, because I'm here to fill you in. And if you did see it, well, then thanks for checking in with me to hear my take on things. I promise not to let you down. I'll also be serving up the latest reality TV spoilers and news from over the weekend, as well as giving you the rundown on last night's Celebrity apprentice, but since we got lots to recap, let's jump right into it. This week's Amazing Race picks up right where we left off two weeks ago due to the detour of the Country Music Awards and a roadblock of some sporting event which delayed us almost an hour tonight, and I'm really getting sick of that. Anyway, Art and JJ were the first to depart, as usual, and our racers were off to Kilimanjaro, Africa. More as Mark and Bopper call it. Come along, Tazade Art. Africa! Africa, here we come! Really? You guys couldn't get Kilimanjaro? It was Kilimanjaro? Well, I get it, you guys were really excited, like all the other racers, especially Rachel. Final Kilimanjaro, Tanzania! <laughs> This is my dream. I have wanted to go on an African safari for the, my whole entire life. Well, Rachel, hold that thought because I have a feeling this is going to be a nightmare thanks to Honey Baby Angel Vanessa and Ralph, as well as the BPA's Border Patrol agents. All right, let's go. We feel like we're the front runners. Yeah. We're hoping that some of the dead weight jumps off, i.e. Big Brother team. I'm so tired of them following us. And we're getting to the point where we kind of get a little cranky about it. Kinda getting cranky, i.e. you guys are the most crotchety bunch of people this season by far. But the good news is, Brendan and Rachel are on to you. There's been animosity with Art and JJ and Brendan and I the whole time. We didn't do anything to them, they just don't think we deserve to be here. Well, I think it's something else, but I'll fill you in in a few minutes, because as all the teams head to the local travel agent to purchase their tickets, we find out that this really annoys the BPAs. They whine and complain to the travel agent that everyone is following them and does exactly what they do, but newsflash geniuses, you're in first place and this is a race, so in case you don't know how this works, let me fill you in. In order to beat the people in first, you have to follow them to pull ahead. But this is lost on our super smart BPAs, so as Brenchel arrives at the travel agent, they waste no time letting us know how much they hate them. I'm surprised they're able to find that all the way down there by themselves. That they're even in the same race as us is disgusting. Whoa, calm it down there, guys. It's not very nice, and you should know that Colton from Survivor has the lock on calling people disgusting. You are disgusting. I hate him. I want his head on a platter. I want him gone. Yep, that's who you guys sound like. But perhaps inspired by Africa, or just tapping into their barely evolved animalistic nature, the BPAs decided to toy with the other teams and tell them all that the FB liars, Nary and Jamie, are not really school teachers because they knew basic law enforcement terminology. Because, you know, there's no way that two people, let alone two women, could ever have the vast amount of knowledge that these two geniuses do. P.S. guys, there's 
there's tons of ways Nary and Jamie could have known your lingo, like going to college, law and order, cop movies, picking up a book once in a while, listening to what other people say when they talk that aren't you, just to name a few. Meanwhile, Nary and Jamie still believe that their ruse of saying that they're school teachers instead of federal agents is essential to their strategy for winning the game because it causes other teams to underestimate them. However, once you factor in their horrible rankings each week, I actually think us underestimating them is us actually just accurately estimating them, if you get what I mean. And if you don't, you should try saying that three times fast, because it is really hard. <laughs> but this didn't stop Art and JJ from confronting them the first chance they got. Hey, hey, Neri? Yeah. And Jamie, can we talk to you just for a second? Yeah. Hey, we just want to ask you guys, really, what job do you guys do? Because you're not kindergarten teachers. What makes you say that? How do you know about UC operations and caseload? Nobody talks like that unless they're in law enforcement. We confronted Neri and Jamie just because we wanted to stir the pot. Blood was in the water. Might as well just... Let's make everybody really just chum off. it all up. JJ, you really want to get into this? Mm -hmm. I just want to I mean, ask you. It's kind of silly saying, that my, my, with all just... this confrontation here, mm -hmm. you're going to... No, no, I'm not mad. We just want to know who you work for because yeah, you're it. not kindergarten teachers. In our profession, you have the arrogance. Like Art and JJ, yeah. he probably thinks he can intimidate us. No, Neri, that's not it. It's not arrogance either. They're just a bunch of D-bags. But I'm glad you held your ground and didn't admit to it. And with that, it's off to Kilimanjaro we go. Of course, full disclosure here, guys. I kind of wish it was Kilimanjaro Safari at Walt Disney World they were going to because I need my Disney fix. And I bet fellow Disney lover Rachel does too. But there is nothing Disney about what happens as the teams touch down in Africa and the foot race begins. You see, apparently while racing from the plane, Brendan bumps into Ralph who claims he followed this up by giving him the middle finger, which wasn't shown even though the cameras were on them. Now, I just have a few points to make here to you there, Ralph. You see, number one, Brendan's a really tall guy with big feet and kind of clumsy, just like me. You, on the other hand, are shorter and wider and in the way, both figuratively and literally, of a million dollars. So, Brendan accidentally bumped you. You just need to chillax. Plus, I'm not buying Brendan gave you the finger, because CBS loves to edit Brenchel in a negative fashion. And if Brendan did do it, I'm sure it would have been front and center with a witness protection blur and big red arrows drawing our attention to it. Which, by the way, I also find it hard to believe that you were able to pick out a finger in a crowd at an airport when last episode you couldn't find a giant yellow clue among a bunch of red carpets which were literally in front of your face actually flipping you off. <laughs> but I digress. Now, all the teams caught up to each other in line and this is where the S hit the fan. Because they be fighting. Listen. Did you see that? Nobody did. He pushed him and then he flipped him off. That dude's a punk. I mind where you put that finger, buddy. I'm here to play, baby. No, you're here to follow, bro. You ain't here to play. You haven't played the game yet. Oh, really? Yeah. This isn't follow the leader. Listen. Go get him, Rachel. Why don't you all both get out of our faces? Hey, I'm talking I'm to him. No, man. seriously. Man, I'm not yelling at well, him. Well, Look, seriously. Seriously. When he's flipping us off. Nobody flipped anyone off. Yes, he did. Vanessa ran into me. Ask him. Hey, calm down. I'm much smaller I'm than you. Trust me. I didn't know. I, I, I whoa, buddy, whoa, whoa, buddy. Are you telling me you're smaller than me now? Oh, no, she didn't. I did not bump into you. You ran into me. 
I'm, was in I'm front of you. How did I run into right? you? Oh. Whatever, man. You guys are crazy. Just put on more sparkles. Glitter. I hope insulting people makes you feel good about yourself. I hope running your mouth makes you feel better about yourself. I hope this never ends. How old are you? Aren't you like 38? Like, yes, I'm 38. And somehow I still look younger than you. <sighs> Honey, get your nose done before you get your boobs done. Jealous much? She called me fat and told me I need a nose job. I did not call you fat. I said you were behind me and you're bigger than me. Hey, you hit hey, me. Stop. Ugh. She's just so dramatic. No, and you're not? Thank you very much, folks. And it's really awesome when everyone talks crap. Learn some humility. Hey, this whole game has been all about Vanessa trash-talking me, and I'm tired of it. All she does is say mean things and name-call. Ugh. The crying is just over the top. You made her cry? Because I didn't make her cry. Her lack of self-esteem made her cry. If you can't take it, don't dish it out. Really, Vanessa? Wow. Because it's so funny to me that you do nothing but trash talk Rachel, and while there's some truth that she may not have handled it well, I'd wonder how you'd do after being attacked for over a year for your time on a reality TV show where you were constantly edited in a negative light. But you know what? I have a feeling you probably do know. How's America warming up to you post-amazing race there, Vanessa? Because I know everyone's gotten on board the Brenchel train since their first go-round on BB, but what about you two? Any fans on the Vanessa and Ralph train? Doo-doo. Yeah, I didn't think so. And fine, since clearly I'm jaded on the topic, I'll take it to the people and put a poll up on yourrealityrecap.com where you listeners can weigh in. Let me know if you're Team Brenchel or Team Jealous of Brenchel and chat with me in the comments or Twitter to me about it. But you know what? All this negativity has really gotten me down, and since all the racers are in Africa, surrounded by the beauty of nature, and this is an amazing once-in-a-lifetime adventure, I just want to say to you all... Because it means no worries, and there were no worries as the teams boarded the second smaller plane and flew deeper into the heart of Africa over volcanoes and the lush, beautiful terrain. The racers had to fly two teams per plane, made up of the BPAs and Brenchel in the first, Team Kentucky with Army Dave and the Rachel That Sucks in the second, and finally Team Ralph and Vanessa with the FB Liars in the last one. Which, you guys, it was so funny to see Neri on the plane. Cause, you know, clearly she was on something to help calm her fear of flying. Which I've just gotta say, I've been there, girl. You see, I too have a huge fear of flying, as well as being confined in small places like the long metal tube thousands of feet in the air that a plane is. So when I fly, I always make sure to have lots of Xanax on me too. And the last time I flew before takeoff on the runway, the pilot came on the loudspeaker and said that we would be stuck, and he used the word stuck, on the runway for three to four hours. And that was before the six-hour flight even started. So as the sweat started pouring down my face and panic set in, I turned to my partner and said, you have two choices here. One, bash my head into the window until I pass out, or give me the drugs. So, gave me the drugs, and within ten minutes I was out, and the next thing I remember, we were landing. Of course, the in-between was documented like a Hasselhoff eating a cheeseburger off the floor video, which my loving partner filmed. My point being, Neri's face was like my face in that video, thus she must be on Xanax. Allegedly, totally, allegedly. And you know what, I'll just put the pics in the show notes and you can decide for yourself. But back to the show, as the teams landed, they were amazed by the locals greeting them. And this is where Vanessa and Ralph 
Ralph actually say something intelligent. All these people are like, so excited and happy to see us. <laughs> I don't know why. They haven't met us yet. Yeah, is right. They haven't met you yet, so of course they like you. Now, the teams had to be driven to a Maasai warrior in a safari vehicle or SUV and pick one of two roadblocks which highlighted the Maasai warrior lifestyle in the fields of marksmanship or courtship. Now, the marksmanship challenge involved the impossible task of hurling a club-like weapon called a rungu stick at clay animals attached to a spinning bike wheel which was far away from them and behind a bunch of other obstacles. This was no easy task and has always been the cause of some teams losing the leg historically in the amazing race. It it also made me wish for an outcome for some of the teams, like one of my all-time favorite Amazing Race moments from Season 17 when Brooke and Claire were shooting those watermelons off the slingshot at a target and Claire took a watermelon in the face. Which, if you haven't seen this video, you must, must, must check it out and I'll put the link in the show notes. But back to this season, just to make sure you're also with me, the teams have to hit a tiny spinning target with a stick while dressed in vibrant African clothing, which we all know Art and JJ thought was a dress, yet for the first time didn't mock the culture because I guess they like dressing in drag. And blah 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 was very complicated challenge involving lots of skill. So clearly the other roadblock would be just as complicated, right? No, you're wrong. The challenge was... Are you ready for this? Jump. Yeah, oh yeah, jump. Not jump over anything, not jump off a cliff and swim while fighting off animals. Just, just jump. Seriously, listen. We have to jump for one minute. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't know it was for one whole minute. I kind of thought production was drunk on the Amarula while planning this one out. P.S. For those of you who don't know what Amarula is, it's an African liquor and you need to try it. Now, I know what you're thinking. There has to be more to this one than just jumping for one minute. And again, uh, you're wrong. But production did try to get Rachel to justify why this was so hard. It's kind of like a blessing that the Maasai let us share in this cultural experience. They jump really high, and they don't have tennis shoes. They have sandals. Oh, you should have said that from the beginning, that you had to do it in sandals and not tennis shoes. Oh, no, nope, nope, still, still really easy. And you know what else? Only Brenchel and Team Kentucky chose this roadblock. A roadblock where all you have to do was jump. It was between hitting a tiny moving object with a stick or jumping people. Pick jumping. Okay, okay, moving on. One by one, the teams finished their respective roadblocks and were off to bicycle up to their next clue, which was up a hill and away from the Maasai Warrior camp. The only catch was the bikes were made for tall people, so it was a bit of a challenge to ride. And we all know how well Vanessa does when being challenged. Listen. Oh boy. Ralph? Can you stay on the pedals? Ralph! Hold on, stop yelling at me. Listen to me. I need a shorter bike. I'm bleeding. Do you understand what I'm saying? Stop I'm sitting on the seat. Just try doing it. Why are you yelling at me? Because I'm trying to help you. I don't know what to tell you. I know, but your tone's horrible. Plus, we're gonna fall way behind. Ralph, I can't ride it. It's too tall. 
Oh, I just loved watching Vanessa fall off her bike and eat dirt over and over again. Guess that's karma for ya. But eventually, she did just walk her bike and pout the whole way to the next clue, which told the racers to bike back to the Maasai Warrior camp and get back in their SUVs or safari vehicles to head to the final challenge where they'd have to literally set up camp. And all I was thinking was how this season of Amazing Race was filmed between Thanksgiving and Christmas, so clearly production was desperate to get back home to their families and didn't want to spend too much time brainstorming anything interesting or challenging to do. Since, you know, after jumping, all you had to do was ride a bike up a hill and then back down a hill. Now, I do gotta give production credit for this final challenge, though, because they successfully used the racers to help set up their campsite for the night. They had to pitch a tent, easier for some than others, as well as a shower, and of course, do it to spec. All the teams seemed to struggle with the task, and there was a lot of heavy equipment to carry in no directions other than a completed campsite for reference. Dave and Rachel seemed to argue and bicker the most, but in the end were the first ones done as well as the first ones to the mat for the win. This gave them their fourth first place finish and a trip to Costa Rica and pushed them one step closer to winning a million dollars, which Rachel get half of when she divorces Army Dave after the show. I'm just kidding. Best of luck to you both. You'll need it. Even though Brendan and Rachel were the second team to arrive at the challenge, they seemed to fall behind because, you know, Rachel decided to lay down and take a nap. Seriously, I wouldn't make this up and I'll even put the picture of it in the show notes to prove it to you. And then Art and JJ ended up going the wrong way when they were trying to make it to the campsite, thus they arrived fourth after Team Kentucky. Four to the campsite, now to checking in. The final two teams to arrive and start working on completing their campsite were Vanessa and Ralph, still pouting, and Neri and Jamie. Unfortunately, the FB liars had a hard time with this one because they said they didn't have a man on their team to help with the heavy lifting. Of course, that wasn't the only sexist thing they said. This is what a lot of guys at work have been wanting is and Mary and I in the shower together. Well, they got it, but we ain't looking so hot right now. Whoa, whoa, this is a family show, ladies. And as all the other teams finished, they still had a lot more to do. And soon, Neri and Jamie realized that it was the end for them. However, they aren't ones to quit, so they completed their campsite and headed off to the pit stop. But you know what they didn't realize? The clue said one team may be eliminated. But even if it didn't, I was kind of floored to watch them actually stop on the way to the pit stop for some sightseeing. They actually pulled over the car to watch Vanessa and Ralph stampede on by. Vanessa and Ralph, or elephants, whatever. You know what I mean? Granted, we don't know how long they truly were behind the other teams. But what if one of the other teams got a penalty or a time delay for not completing a task? Every second counts here, ladies, and a little stop could have cost you a million dollars. But I guess you two being the super sleuths you are, you realize that nobody was taking any penalties on jumping or bike riding, which were really for real two challenges from this episode that I'm still not over. And you know what else I'm not over? Neri and Jamie's time on the race, because it was a non-elimination round, which if you follow my Amazing Race rules was completely obvious from the moment Phil didn't follow. Neri and Jamie, you're the last team to arrive with, I'm sorry to tell you've been eliminated from the race. 
So they made it, they were saved, and everybody was happy. I should also say, Phil questioned Brenchel about the attitude that they've been getting from the other racers, and they took the high road at saying it's just a game and they aren't going to let it get them down. However, when Vanessa and Ralph were asked the same question, Vanessa went on and on about how the, all the other teams hate Brenchel, which isn't true, and how they have zero desire to talk to them or be their friends in real life, because in my opinion, she's insanely jealous of Rachel's popularity. And with that said, here's how they placed. Dave and Rachel came in first for the win, Bopper and Mark second, Art and JJ third, Brendan and Rachel fourth, Vanessa and Ralph fifth, and Nary and Jamie sixth, with nobody being eliminated this leg. Now, for those of you who don't like to know what's going to happen next week, cover your ears. The rest of us, here's what we have to look forward to. Next week on The Amazing Race, as Neri and Jamie fight to stay in the game. We still have a chance. We need to hustle. The double U-turn adds fuel to the fire. Oh, yeah. We got a U-turn. Shocker. And an alliance crashes and burns. As far as I'm concerned, I'm not sharing a damn thing with them anymore. In fact, I don't feel like talking to him ever again. I don't really give a crap. Ooh, I'm just curious. What would the rest of us have to do not to ever have to hear from you guys ever again? Now, before we close out the podcast with some new spoilers and swag giveaways, I just need to quickly tell you about how you can get even more exclusive Amazing Race content. All you have to do is sign up for Super Pass, where you can watch Tart Talk, a video recap show hosted by Kevin from Big Brother. There's also Tribal Talk, a weekly live call-in show hosted by Spicy Pants, Cochran, and Michaela. Each week they have a new past survivor and you get to be involved with the show. There's also other great live shows that you get to call into also and interact with like Reality Roundtable hosted by Missy and a revolving list of super fans discussing what's happening on reality TV. Plus a day in the life of which features past BB house guests filling you in on what they've been up to. But that's not all. There is also archive shows, exclusive content, free music downloads, and so much more. Bottom line, guys, nobody else is bringing you this close to your favorite reality TV stars. So be sure to sign up for Super Pass. I'll put the link in the show notes or you can click on the banner over at yourrealityrecap.com. Now, before we wrap things up, I have some good gossip and spoilers for you. First up is who was eliminated from Celebrity Apprentice this week. So if you don't want to hear, get ready to mute. The person fired was Lou Ferrigno, the Hulk. And spoiler alert, yes, Aubrey O'Day came back. Shocker! There was actually lots of shockers. And speaking of shockers, you know what else? Tomorrow, I'm gonna post my first Celebrity Apprentice Shit You Missed Recap video over at yourrealityrecap.com. So be sure to head over there and check it out. In other news, American Idol winner Fantasia Barino lists her mansion for sale at a 500k loss. Must be so hard for you people. Men, Jill White is nicknamed Jerkle by Dancing with the Stars fans and feels that it'll eventually pass. Can I do that? Yep, you did. And Jennifer Lopez wears a $2.1 million ring on an American Idol broadcast. And Heidi Klum files for a divorce from husband Seal. And we wouldn't be in the news unless we were talking about Jersey Shore. So the situation is out of rehab facility and feeling better than ever. Finally, Kim Kardashian is reportedly moving on and now dating Kanye West. Really? Exclamation point. But the most exciting piece of news I have for you is that this week is Reality Rally, and Reality Nation and Superpass will be there covering it all and streaming it live to you. There will be so much going on, from an amazing race-like challenge to reality star panels and parties, and of course, interviews with all your favorite reality stars. So make sure you check it out this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday over at realitynation.com. Now, if you want more on any of the other stories I mentioned, or 
even new stuff, like what Jeff and Jordan have been up to since Big Brother, then head over to Reality Nation as well for all your reality TV news, gossip, and spoiler needs. The website has been totally redone, and you need to check it out. Now, that about wraps up the show for this week, but be sure to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes because the next show will be out on Thursday covering this week's Survivor. Plus, you can go back and listen to my other podcasts with Rob Sesternino from Survivor, Adam from Big Brother, and more once you subscribe in iTunes. And remember, this podcast is being made for all of you, so I want your input. I'll be covering The Amazing Race and Survivor each week all season long, but I want to know what else you want me to cover as well. So be sure to leave your comments and suggestions for the show in the post for this show at Reality Nation, my website, Your Reality Recap, or tweet me at Reality Recaps, because each show I'll be picking the best comment, suggestion, or question to win some super fast swag, and your question or comment could even make the show. Now, you have lots of links to click, videos to watch, and comments to write, so head over to my blog to get all the information from this show in the show notes, and I'll meet you back here in a few days. Bye for now. Rob, I can't write it, it's too tall. Ooh, that's what she said.